0: Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Stress out. I'm not telling you to stress out. We've been trying for three Sundays now to get stress out. And so this is my final attempt. I hope God's helped me that I could bring some tools for your toolbox. Some arrows in your quiver, your arsenal. That it's even probably more relevant now in the times of shelter in place. And I, I see this week and weekend that several states are kind of loosening the stay-at-home band, and I'm thankful for that. And, but getting into six, seven weeks here, this has kind of been a stressful time for all of us. For me as a pastor, make sure that everybody's okay. And we do trust in God and we do have faith. Of course we do. But faith alone in God does not get stress out. It helps. But I'm talking today about a particular subject matter that brings stress to our life. I love the series because I'm a human being too and I need it. stress can hit anybody. And again, I've mentioned it in the previous weeks, probably those of you that have little children at home or school kids, and you're having to be the teacher now and the parent, the husband or the wife, and you are quarantined to a house. I understand. And so I'm praying that as we wrap up this third Sunday, that the Lord has showed you something to help us get through. We're going to be back together real soon and we're going to be ready for you. And it's going to be incredible. But until that happens, I have to forge ahead. Yes, we do. So I'm talking about stress out, getting it out. And one of the areas I want to talk about this morning, today, is about relationships. The good news is the Bible is full of answers about relationships. In fact, there are 56 times in the New Testament that the writers talk about one another. It's a big topic to be able to handle relationships. And so often, it's the relationships in our life that is creating stress. And we want to find out what the Bible has to say about it. Because there are some answers and some solutions on how to handle that. I believe that. And how to get that stress out. And so my subtitle for my final session today that I want to talk about is simply this. Let go. Maybe I should say it this way. Let go. Let go. Let me take you to the scripture. Luke 21, 34. And this is what Luke tells us. Be careful or your hearts will be weighted down. Be careful. So my subject, my subtitle is let go. Just let go. Pastor, how do we do that? That's easy to preach. Well, give me a few minutes. I'm preaching it. I'm going to empower you and enable you to just let go. I'm going to pray for us. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together. Our final Sunday on Stress Out, God, I pray that the Spirit of God will flow from this broadcast, this streaming platform, and minister to somebody's heart, soul, mind, and spirit. I pray, God, that you would do what only you can do, And that the Spirit of God will descend upon every listener, everyone that watches, everyone that leans into the preaching and this worship experience, that you will do exactly what your Word says you will do. And to that, God, in advance, I say thank you as a pastor. Thank you as the King of Kings for caring for us in this particular time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, everybody. Shout in your homes. Amen. 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 God bless you. Thank you guys again for being here. I was studying this week and kind of buying some things and groceries and online, and we're shopping now with Instacart and shipped through Target or uh, Smart and Final. And then, of course, we're prime members of Amazon. And so there's no minimum. You can just order whatever you want and the cost is right, and it shows up, and it's kind of a cool feature. You just kind of sit there and click and click, and if you're not careful, you can click too much, and then you get your bill, but anyway, we'll discuss that at another time, but as I was searching and going through Amazon, I saw this book about anxiety, and it caught my attention, because it said this, the book, anxiety is like quicksand. The harder we struggle to escape, the deeper we sink. Interesting. Yeah. That would bring stress to your life, wouldn't it? It's like quicksand. And the harder that we struggle to escape, we get deeper and deeper and deeper. But the good news is this. Listen to me. God's plan wants to help us through these weights. God's plan wants to help us through these anxieties, through these worries, these pressures that have attached themselves to our life. So I'm preaching this morning, I'm teaching, I'm talking, I'm conversating about letting go some things in our life. We know there are many things that cause stress. There are all different things that can cause stress, but I have found out that there's nothing that seems more stressful at times than like relationships. Relationships can stress some things. It can take the place in our life and bring weight, and it's heavy, and then there's other weights at times that are, seem to be pulling us under. We're talking about family. We're talking about friends. Even sometimes marriage. Sometimes with our children. Our small children. Our grown children. It's just people all around us. But the truth be told, relational stress affects everything. You may not call it relational stress. Maybe it's relational pressure. Relational hurts, relational wounds. Maybe it's relational baggage, but it just affects everything around us. It can affect our health, our emotional health, our mental health. Relationships can affect our work, our study. It can mess with us in so many ways if we're not careful, it can mess with your dreams. Mess with your future. It can begin to pull down other relationships that are seemingly okay. They seem to bleed into one another. And my series today is just stress out. Let go. Get the stress out. Let me talk to you about two different things, too. One is forgiveness. I can forgive you. And that's up to me. You see, I control that. That's between God and I. I'm going to forgive people. Yet the Bible talks about, watch this, reconciliation. What is interesting, after forgiveness, there were some opportunities with some boundaries, through some caution, there was reconciliation that took place. Think about reconciliation. The ability to let go. You're reconciling. You're zeroing it out, kind of in the context of accounting. You reconcile a checkbook, at least you did back in the old days, and you zeroed out down to the penny to where the difference in the reconciliation was zero. I'm not missing any money. I didn't forget to log anything in the checkbook, my check register. It's called reconcile. And so the ability to let go, God can help us reconcile. I don't have to do a lot of convincing That we need stress out of our schedules, out of our busyness, out of our expectations. It's one of those things when you talk about stress out in relational stress. You see the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 5. Jesus goes directly. He goes right at it. And this is how you get stress out. This is how you navigate relationships that have been wounded. How do you work through relationships that have been bruised? Relationships that have been busted? Whether it's your fault, okay? Whether it's their fault, this is how you do it. I'm going to help you right now. I'm going to help you deal with this because I know he knows that the baggage of unsold relationships can hurt our walk with God. The goal, it's a goal, okay, is to live life on a level playing field with all the relationships around me that are reconciled. I don't owe you anything. You don't owe me anything. We have zeroed out. We are friends. We love. We're people of God. There's no hurt. There's no pain. There's no unforgiveness. There's no, you see what I'm saying? And so if I'm going to reconcile with my relationships Ultimately, it helps de-stress my life. Matthew chapter 5 says, Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift in front of the altar, go, and reconcile with them, then come back and offer your gift. That's a little strange admonition. Because this is what I notice. The Bible says here in Matthew 5, if I notice or know that they have something against me, I think where a lot of us get stuck or get hurt, and we nurse that wound is, when they say, you know what, they know they hurt me, they owe me an apology. That's not what the scripture says in Matthew 5, Sermon on the Mount. That's not what it says. In other words, the scripture says, now we don't really live like this, but it's true. Hey, if you've hurt me or you've wounded me or I'm struggling in this area, the Bible says to go to you. So I'm so. hey, you know what? You hurt me the other day and I'm, I'm trying to work through this. That's Bible, but I don't know that we actually live like that. That's kind of hard to make it work, Right? I'm supposed to, yeah, that's what the Bible. I'm just in the word right now. Here's my subtitle Let Go. Let's just let it go. If they have something against me, I leave my gift at the front of the altar. I go, I reconcile with them. Then I come back and say, God, I love you. I lift up holy hands. I need a job. I need a blessing. I need a repair in my life. I need help. I need and you fill in the blank. We're not talking about forgiveness. I've forgiven people because Jesus forgave me. I'm going to walk in forgiveness. I'm going to live in forgiveness. I'm going to do my best to walk and be intentional to be forgiving to other people. But there is such a thing as reconcile. So you have to think in the context. And the context was this. Let me explain to you. Let me give you the backstory, the narrative. During the time when they would come to Jerusalem four or five times out of the year, they would come to the temple and they would bring their gift or they would leave their gift and they would go before God and they would worship him. And he's saying here, if you left from Galilee or Capernaum and you got to Jerusalem and there you are there and you brought your family and you purchased your sacrifice and you're standing in line to sacrifice, and the priest is getting ready to offer it up. And you put your hand out, you're owning it. You're attaching yourself to it and you're offering it up as a sacrifice. And then you remember, oh there's Ralph. Ralph hurt me. He never apologized. And what a lot of us do, I understand here, what we try to we try to worship through it. No, 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 you're not going to power worship through this one because we're violating Scripture. We can't power worship through some things that we don't want to deal with. I'm talking about stress, okay? I'm just going to power worship through it. Bless God, hallelujah. And it's not fixed. Why? Because we're not reconciled. I'm going to live, I'm going to walk in forgiveness. But another dynamic here of getting stressed out is I'm also going to live and walk in a reconciliation level to where I can help de-stress my life. And we think about it. Okay? We're, let me take you back to the altar. Here's my sacrifice. Here's the high priest. I'm offering up. I'm owning it. And we think, Ralph's got so many problems. I'm good. No, you're not. <laughs> Go back to Galilee. Go back to Capernaum and make it right with Ralph. Why? Be reconciled. How many times have we, you, me, tried to power worship through something? To just get through. And it's okay right then. But down deep inside, that that relationship hasn't been restored because it hasn't been reconciled. To restore a relationship, you have to reconcile. You see, I can forgive you, but that doesn't reconcile and restore a relationship. So you say, I forgive them, I'm just not going to deal with them. I, hey, there's a gap between us. I'm at arm's distance. I forgive them. Go on, live your life. Leave me alone. That's not reconciliation. Pastor, what does this have to do about your series? I'm telling you, it has to do a lot about stress. Because that internal grinding of Ralph. Here's what maybe the Lord taught me. I don't know if He taught me a while back to help us or He taught me to help me. <laughs> maybe both. But how do I know if I've reconciled with someone compared to just forgiveness? Okay, I'm going to say forgiveness is the starting point. I agree. First grade. Hey, if I'm going to go to heaven, I've got to forgive you whatever. You're a jerk. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. I thought you knew. (laughs) But now you really know because you know I know you know. No, no, no. That's forgiveness at first grade level. Living a apostolic godly life walking in the spirit is reconciliation with the people that have hurt me. Remember Matthew 5? Go to them. No, he needs to go to me. Ralph knows he's a jerk. In fact, everybody in the church knows Ralph's a jerk. When Ralph wakes up one day and apologizes, then I can move forward. No, 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 that's not what Matthew 5 says. I know it sounds counterintuitive. But if I know I'm obligated to make this right, go back to Galilee, go back to Capernaum, come back here, high priest, here's my sacrifice. I own it, I offer it up. Lord, bless me, anoint me, heal me, whatever I'm doing. And I wonder how many of us that are listening to me this day that have forgiven, but we've never reconciled, and we wonder why we don't walk in the overflow or live in the overflow. Think about it with, okay, I know you're just chilling on your couch, but listen. Is there anybody in your life that you have forgiven, but you've never thought about the level of reconcile? I need to reconcile with them, and maybe the gap between forgiveness and reconciliation is a whole lot of stress. And so, let me get back to what God showed me, gave me a revelation for you, and maybe honestly to help me too. I'm a human being. How do I know if I've forgiven Ralph and I've reconciled with Ralph? Okay, well, remember, I just I talked to him. I did my biblical stuff. Okay. But how do I know down in my heart that it's really taken root? It's valid. How do I know that? Here's my thing that God gave me. Okay, I don't have scripture. I don't have a cha- chapter. I don't have nothing for that. I just have, hey, this is what I feel like the Lord told me. When I think about Ralph, if my mind defaults to bad feelings, bad comments, bad innuendos to Ralph, then I've not reconciled with him. So so, so think about it here. Let me walk you through this. Okay? I'm going to slow it down, this last series lesson. If there's somebody in your life that you have forgiven, okay, I'm trying to get rid of stress out of your life. If there's somebody in your life that you've forgiven, and when you hear about their name, or you see their social media posts, or you see them going on vacation, and I see Ralph flying to Hawaii, or the Cayman Islands, and I'm here stuck in a hot sweatshop of a job in a warehouse trying to run a printing press, and Ralph's out there having fun, and that makes me annoyed, I don't think I've reconciled with Ralph. Forgive him? Yeah, I've forgiven him, God. I want to go to heaven. I have no choice, right? Right. But if I'm going to de-stress my life, i got to go back to those people that I have forgiven, that I've never elevated that forgiveness to reconciliation. Come on, this is a good preaching. Someone shout in your living room, Amen, Pastor. It's good stuff. I'm getting anointed right now. I just feel it. Why? Because I feel like I'm helping somebody. So reconciliation is, repairs the breach it's that serious because this is how unresolved relationships get repaired relationships that have been bruised that have been broken bloody and blistering a breakdown of a relationship in our life can hinder us and you know over time stress makes people sick it's not healthy Some people respond to stress different. They get grumpy, they get quiet, they overeat, they lose weight. No matter what your response to stress is, it's not healthy. That's why I'm talking about stress out. You got to go. And that's the point I want you to pause in your worship. To go and be reconciled. You pause your gift and go and be reconciled. And we can unpack this because Romans chapter 12 helps us understand what it means to be reconciled. And this is what Romans says. I won't read all the scripture to you, but Romans chapter 12, 9 through 19. That's 10 verses. I'm not going to take all the time, but let me just kind of cherry pick a few things out of here. It says, love must be sincere. We must have a sincere heart. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another. Watch this. In love. Honor one another above yourselves. Let me skip down a little bit. Be full of hope, patient, faithful in prayer, practice hospitality. Oh, Ralph, hey, you want to come over? Right. No, no, I, the hospitality. You want to see, you want to test yourself? See, hey, I just want to make sure that I've reconciled with Ralph. I'm going to send him a $20 $20 Starbucks card in the mail this week. Oh, that kills me. Okay, then you haven't reconciled. And I'm going to put a little note to the Ralph. God bless you, my friend. I hope you're safe. I hope you're healthy. Give your family my love and find some Starbucks drive through and treat everybody on me. Maybe I'm trying to reconcile with Ralph. If that hurts and you're not interested in that, maybe you've just forgiven Ralph. Hello, somebody. Hey, let me get back here. Bless those who persecute you. Bless Ralph. Yeah, right. Rejoice with those. Yeah, right. Rejoice with Ralph. Give me a break. Be willing to associate with people who are in low position. Hey, this this translation here in Romans chapter 12, it concludes with this. Don't be conceited. Huh. Hey, uh, Ralph, I got to reconcile with him. Why do I have to do that to go to heaven? I I don't know. Maybe if you forgave him, maybe that's the lowest entry point there. But I'm, I'm talking about stress now. I'm not talking about heaven or hell. I'm trying to de stress your life. So that's why my subtitle is Let Go. Let it go. I love what it says here. Do not repay someone evil for evil. Be careful to do right in the eyes of everyone. Romans 12, 18. If it's possible, as much as it depends on you, live peacefully with all men. Wow. If it is possible, I like this part, listen to me. As much as depends on you. When you can do this, As it relates to you, as it relates to your journey, here it is. It's up to you. Just be at peace. Be the reconciler. Is that a word? Reconciler. Be that person. We are commanded to live out in a reconciliation. Live out the healing. Live out the grace. Live out the mercy that God has given you. We want to live this out with other people. Now, I get it, okay? I can't control what other people do. I can't control all the negative. I can't navigate all the boundaries that at times seem to be certain relationships. I can't fix everybody. But it's up to me to do what I can do to be at peace with other people, to let go and to get Stress out. Paul says to the church in Corinth, 2 Corinthians 5:7, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creature has come. So we're new people. We don't have to operate the old way. We're not ungodly. We're not Egyptians. We're not of the world. The world gets even and keeps score and they settle the score. No, 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 no. We are a new creature The old things are passed away. I don't have to keep score. I don't have to hold a grudge. I don't need a chip on my shoulder. I'm a child of the king. I've been reborn from the inside out. So somewhere, the power of the Spirit of God is not just a ticket or a fast track into heaven. It enables me to be a better person on earth who represents the glory of God. Read the Gospels about Jesus. He was reconciling people. It's the ministry of reconciliation. That God is reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting the people's sins against him. And he has committed that to us, not only the ministry of reconciliation, but look at this, the message of reconciliation. Hey, we are Christ's ambassadors. That message, that ministry... That if any relationship is bruised, if any relationship is broken, that I want to do everything possible to bring that back together to deal with these unpleasant situations. Why? I'm trying to de-stress my life. And then to see God's grace bring a renewal spirit of who I am as it relates to me and what I do. Go get rid of the grudge. Get rid of the hate. Deal with the hurt. Go handle the injury as much as you can. And if you'll do that and let go, then he says, my blood will cover the bad blood and then you can live free in your life. You can worship before me. I'm coming from Galilee. I'm coming from Capernaum. I'm coming into Jerusalem. Hey, here's my sacrifice. All is well right here. All is well right here. Why? Because I've forgiven. That's the easy part and I force myself to reconcile. As much as we are and who we are, we can't control what others do. I can't fix everybody as it relates to me, but I want to live free and I want to just let go. We focus on obedience. He handles the outcome. When I reconcile... We are not held responsible for other people's outcomes. Let me help you now. We focus on obedience. Obedience is submitting to what I'm preaching today. He, God, handles the outcome. No, we're not accountable for their obedience. I just got to trust God. I got to focus on my obedience. Let's just be obedient. He'll deal with the outcome. Amen? Amen. I think that's a true amen. We give grace, he gives healing. We give grace. Again, the entry point maybe to say I'm oh I'm say I'm going to go to heaven, probably forgiveness. But what about a peaceful life on earth until I get to heaven? I'm challenging you. I'm pushing us I'm coaching you. Let's let our gift here. Leave our gift here. Let's reconcile. Some of you might need to send a text and put a gift card in there. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to reconcile. This hurts. But I want to move past it. I'm trying to de-stress my life. I'm trying to submit to the preaching of the word of God. I'm I'm trying to believe what my pastor is telling me. If we give grace to Ralph... God deals with the healing. At times we need to understand to just extend grace and let God deal with all of that. I'm going to give out grace. I'm going to live out grace. And then if we seek reconciliation, God, He provides the remedy. I'm seeking reconciliation. I'm just using the example kind of as a Starbucks card. Spend 20 bucks on Ralph. No, he needs to spend 20 bucks. No, 30 bucks on me. Bless God. Okay. That's what you think. But you're not getting stressed out. Okay. Now, This is what you have to understand. This is what I want you to understand. Ralph is a fictitious person, and the 20 dollars is an arbitrary amount to Starbucks. But what I want you to do is to replace Ralph with a real situation in your life. That's what I want you to do. Ralph is fictitious. He's one of my imaginary friends. He don't exist. He's up here. He's in my head. But who's the Ralph in your life? Oh, pastor, do I have to if you want to de-stress your life? I already forgave him. Okay, then I guess you can go to heaven. But what about living peaceful upon this earth? What about me reconciling all of my horizontal relationships so I can have a real, true, vertical relationship? Huh a novel thought is there anybody is there any Ralphs in my life that I need to start working towards reconciliation I I think that we often are waiting to know the remedy before we are ready to reconcile that's not the way it works let's say this, okay? Can you role play with me for a minute? Let's say you make the first move and maybe you go and apologize. There's a power in apologies. I thought about that. That sets the believer apart. Can I let you into my life this morning? Can I let you behind the scenes of Tom Durant's? I had to do this this week. And I'm just letting you in to show the power of apologies. It was an apology to my wife. And I didn't realize how hard that was going to be. Because I think in the flesh, you think, well, if I apologize, then I'm obviously the problem. And honestly, that's like humiliating. Nobody wants to be the problem. And so this week, she's sitting in the den, and I'm in my office, and thinking, oh, man. And hey, 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 you know what made it worse? I'm studying for this message. Oh, man, I'm going to change my message, because I don't want to apologize to her. Oh, I'll make up another stress lesson. And so I'm studying, and God's saying, hey, Do you see yourself on the screen? Come on. Yours isn't Ralph. Yours is Yolanda. Yeah, but... So I got up out of my chair. From my office to the den, Is I'm gonna guess 30 feet. I'm telling you, it felt like 30 miles. I need to stop and take a break. I need to get some water. And it was so sincere when I apologized to her. I'm just being honest with you. I'm letting you into in my personal life. I started crying. I got emotional. It was coming from down here. God's convicting me. I owe her an apology. And I went out to say I'm sorry. And I just cried. Of course, that scared her. What's wrong? What's wrong? So. I'm just letting you know folks. This is real stuff. There's power in it. Nobody wants to apologize for anything. We're not interested. It's hard. But I actually had to put my big boy apology hat on and walk out there. She don't know I'm walking around the corner cutting through the kitchen kind of stand there, and I couldn't even speak. I just, I don't know. I got emotional. But everything's okay now if you're worried about me. (laughs) I don't think you were, but if you were, whatever, right? Everybody seems to worry about her. Rightly so, right? She's the wife. But it was a few moments of emotions... And dread, like, oh, Ralph, I mean, Yolanda. Okay. And then there was power in it. So what did I do? I reconciled with her. I was wrong. i got to be honest with you, it, it, it was, it was kind of hard. Because none of us want to be wrong. Or is it just me? Don't answer that. I found it being hard for myself, honestly. You see, and the devil wants to take all the reconciliation and keep it to divide us. And I'm just telling you, God spoke to me. And now that I've let you in the back room of my life, how many of you have a Ralph in your life? I know it's a different name. And how many of you need to say, you know what? I want to reconcile. I'm sorry. This hurts my flesh bad. But it, I don't want to power through worship. I don't want to fake it. I don't want to act like everything's okay. I don't want to sweep it under the rug. Eventually, things get a little less frustrating. No, no, no. That's not fixing it. That's adding another layer of stress. But there comes a time in life if you want to let go and you want to live in freedom, you're going to have to reconcile. Stress out. Go beyond forgiveness. Say, God, I'm leaving my gift right here. I really want to power worship through this because I don't want to deal with it. But long-term spiritual health, i got to fix it. I've powered worship through it too many times, and I'm going to take this in this lesson, this message has brought me some new hope, Shine some light on an area that God... I always thought if I forgave them, hey, we're cool, man. I forgave Ralph let him do what he does who cares no 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 you forgave him but you didn't reconcile that relationship is bruised and God saying hey let me help you I delight I specialize in bruised relationships I, I'm an expert in this area set your gift down there I'll hold your place in line come on back And I'm going to restore you. And I'm going to get rid of this stress. Hallelujah. Let us pray. If you're able to close your eyes as you watch this stream, I want you to close your eyes and understand the prayer. Just picture yourself in church at an altar. And I'm giving an altar call. The praise team comes. You're standing. And you're responding. I want your spirit and mind to be in that frame right now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. I ask you, God, that you would help us reconcile. Forgiveness, God, is entry level. Forgiveness doesn't get rid of my stress. Forgiveness doesn't crush the weight. And God, I don't wanna power worship through anything again. I'm going to reconcile with that person. God, give them courage. Give them wisdom. Give them spiritual motivation, God, to not let this message just burn off in time and evaporate and they're back to their normal ways on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. But God, hold us accountable that I can live a de-stressed life by the power of God and reconciliation. We receive this And we thank you, God, for caring about us. I bless every hearer. I bless every doer, God, that will respond to this message in the name of Jesus. I pray the prayer upon us in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe. Like and share it with your friends and tag us on social media because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you and God bless.